The last thing we're discussing was the three types of Isur de Rabbanans that you're not allowed to do on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Uh, we said the only difference between Shabbat and Yom Tov is just the things that have to do with food, our mutar and Yom Tov, and our sur on Shabbat. And the three types of Isur was the ones that have no mitzvah connected to it is considered a Shevut Kamur. Then there's the Shevut Reshut, which is partial mitzvah. And then we said that there is a, uh, the, even there's ones that are fully mitzvah and still hacham yisad sur. And right now we're in that middle group of things that have a partial mitzvah. And still, Hakamim said it was Asura. And with that, we are starting Lamed Zayin Amud Aleph, the first line in the middle by the two dots, where it says, Lo Holtzin Velo Meyamin. We don't do Halitza or Yibum on Yom Tov or Shabbat. Vehamitzvah Kavid, it's a mitzvah. The Gemara says, Lo Tzricha Deika Gadol. Either there's a Gadol, the mitzvah Gadol, and there's a mitzvah for the Gadol to do the Leyabim, to do the Yibum and the Halitza. And the Gemara says, "V'chulehu tamamai." What's the reason all these are asur on Yom Tov and on Shabbat? Gezerah shemeichtov, because Gezerah, you might come to write the Psak Din or the the Shtar of the Kiddushin or whatever it is, the Halitza Yibum Ktuba, and therefore Hachim says asur. Next, ve'eluhen mishum mitzvah. The following you're not allowed to do because even though there's a hundred percent mitzvah, lo makdishin ve'lo ma'arichin. You don't makdish something to the Beit Hamikdash. You don't give your worth ve'lo maharimin. Don't be maharim something. All again, gezra mishum mekaham mekar. Because if we allow you this, you might come to buy and sell on Shabbat and Yom Tov. And if anyone has a spare minute, this would be a great entrance to the sugiya of why we allowed to buy and sell aliyot on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Next, velo magbihin terumotu maasrot. We don't give any terumotu maasrot on Shabbat Yom Tov. Pshita, of course not, because you're fixing the food. My answer is Tanera Yosef lo nitzracha. No, we do need this piece. Why? Ela litena lekohen bo bayom. Even if you want to give it to the kohen today. And you're doing it for Simhat Yom Tov, still it's Asur. And again, These are Dafka fruits that were Tevel yesterday, but fruits that only became Hayav and Trumot now, Kegon Isa, for example, Dao. You want to give Afashat Kohen. You could do Afashat Hala and give it to the Kohen on Yom Tov. And the Mishnah Biraz Mehadesh, even if it's a place where we burn the, the hala, you could still do it on Yom Tov. And again, Vehane Mishum Rashut Ika Mishum Shavut Eleka. You really want to say that over here, these are only level two, which is partial, the Surdra Banan, we're calling them that Rashut. They're not level one, where they're a complete Shavut. But didn't we say that Kol Shehayavin Alav? It sounds like it's Asur. And number two, what about the group number three, which are fully for because of a mitzvah, and Hachim still said it's Asur. There's no, there's no complete Isur on it. So the Gemara explains, We're talking about in a way of not just. You would have said just something that there's no mitzvah, just Isur de Rabbanan. Not, that, not just that's Asur. Even if it's a Shavut of a partial mitzvah, that's also Asur. And not just something that's partially a mitzvah is Asur. Even if it's a complete mitzvah and Hachim it's Asur. It's Asur. 
And we learned in the Mishnah, Kol Elu Beyom Tov Amru. Everything we said on is Asur on Yom Tov, and Kol Shekin on Shabbat. Only difference is food, which is Mutar on Yom Tov, Asur on Shabbat. And the Gemara asks, Or Minhu. We learned before that Mashilin Derech Harubah Beyom Tov, you're allowed to bring down fruits from, through the roof on Yom Tov. Avalo Beshabbat, you're on Shabbat, and you see that you're allowed to do something on Yom Tov, they're not on Shabbat. And the Gemara answers, Amar of Yosef, Lakashya, Har Bilezer, Har Bihoshua. Our Mishnah that says, that Isur Shabbat, Isur Yom Tov are equal even when it comes to the loss of money, that's Rabbi Le'ezer. And our Mishnah before holds like Rabbi Yeshua, who allows you to work hard on Yom Tov uh, if you're going to lose money. Detanya, Otov et Beno, an animal and its uh, child, you know, you're not a Shachtam on the same day. Shinaflu Lebor, that fell into a hole on Yom Tov, and how are you going to get them out of there? And you're allowed to get them out of the hole for shaita purposes, but not uh, for loss of money. And you can't shakht both. You bring up the first one thinking you're in a shakht and then you shakht it. And the second one, give it food in its place. It doesn't die. And Rabbi Yeshua, he's even more lenient. Rabbi Yeshua, Omer, Ma'ale Tarishon, Aminat Shachto. You bring up the first one, thinking Teshachdet, Veno Shachto, and you say, No, I don't like this. It's too skinny, too fat. Do something. Then Vechozer Ma'arim. Then you do a little bit trickery. Bring out the second one, Ma'ale Tasheni, and then Ratzazesh Shachet, Ratzazesh Shachet. You want to shach this one, shach this one, and this way you could save them and you could shach an animal. And on on that answer, Amar Le Abaye Abaye Tazar Yosef Mimai. Who says that the din of bringing down the fruits through the chimney is the same as this Otovet bin on the hole? Maybe the only reason he said, Rabbi Le'ezer said over there that you know how to take out the animal from the hole because you could feed it over there in the hole. But saving the fruits from on the roof, there's no other way. You can't save it over there on the roof. Maybe Rabbi Le'ezer wouldn't be Mahmir. Maybe he would allow it. Inami, or maybe, maybe the only reason Rabbi Yeshua lets you take out the, the animals from the hole, because you could play around with a little bit of trickery and get them both out of there. But with the fruits, there's no trickery way. Maybe Rabbi Yeshua wouldn't allow it. Well, you have to explain. Our Mishnah that shows that there's no difference between Shabbat Yom Tov is Bet Shemai. And Ha betilel, and the Mishnah that allows you to take the fruits through the chimney of the roof, that's betilel. Ditanan bet shemai omrim bet shemai says, taking out reshut harabim is asur from the Torah. We allowed it for food, and therefore it's only allowed for food, nothing else. And therefore, in motzin lot akatan velot alulav velot sefer Torah reshut harabim and betilel matirin. Once it's mutar, everything is mutar. So the Gemara, the Gemara pushes away. Wait, Dilma Lohi, maybe that's not true. Meaning, the only reason Bet Shemai was Mahmir by Hotza'ah, because it's the Oraita. But just, you know, Mukhtse, moving things around. Maybe they wouldn't be Mahmir. The Gemara says, well, what are you talking about? Atu, Tiltu, Lav, The whole Isur of Mukhtse has to do with Hotza'ah. Meaning the whole isur, why you can't move this, move that, is because you might come to carry it. So it, it has to go hand in hand together. Don't tell me that that, 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 that Bechamai would separate between Hotza and Tiltul. 
Now, the next Mishnah is going to be talking about the Isur of Tehumin. Very simple. We know a person is not allowed to walk more than 2,000 Amot from his place of rest on Shabbat and Yom Tov. And you had to be there before Shabbat, meaning before Ben Hashmashot. And we know that if you put enough food for two Saudot in a certain place, that is considered your Makom of rest, your Makom Shevita, and your 2,000 Amot start from there. The only problem is that becomes your starting point. And although you're allowed to go 2,000 Amot further than where, that, uh, where you put that Eruv, where you put the food, that subtracts from the amount of Amot you're allowed to go backwards. So instead of where you're living becoming the starting point, that becomes your end point. And wherever you put that food becomes the middle point, and you have 2,000 amot from that point. So the Mishnah starts, Animals, or anything a person owns, gets to go as far as the owner. And if a person gave his animal on Yom Tov to his son, to a shepherd, that goes according to him, not the, the shepherd, not the son. It goes according to the person himself. And the Mishnah says, If there is a vessel, a keli, that's meant for one person in the house, that becomes as far as he could go. But if it doesn't belong to any one specific person in the house, it is the same amount as where everyone is allowed to go, not one person. Meaning we're going to do the humrah, the stri- we're going to go strict like everybody. So if one person uh, did a iruv towards one side and everyone else did it to the other side, we're going to be mahmir and we're not going to let them go uh, any more to one side than the other. So it could be stuck with 500 amot each way. Hashoel keli mehabrov, person borrowed a vessel from his friend, me'ir of Yom Tov, it goes by the person who's borrowing it. But if you don't on Yom Tov, it goes by according to the owner, the person who you got it from. Lady borrowed on Yom Tov uh, spices, water, salt uh, to, to add to her dough on Yom Tov. That, that becomes like both of them, and you have to be mahmir. And the Rabbi Yehuda Poter Bemaim, water is different. There's really nothing, and there's nothing that shows that this water belongs to this person more than to that person. And the Gemara starts, Matnitin, our Mishnah that said that if you gave an animal to a shepherd on Yom Tov, it goes according to the owner. A person bought a behema from his friend Yom Tov. Even though you only gave it him on Yom Tov, still Even though you ended up just taking it, you paid for it Erev Yom Tov, but you take it on Yom Tov, it goes according to the person who bought it. And if the person who gave his animal to a shepherd, even though you only gave it on Yom Tov, it goes by the shepherd. Meaning, in a situation where everyone gives their animal to the ro'eh, uh, that's an automatic thing, I just didn't give it yet, so that you, you know it's going to end up by the, sh- uh, by the shepherd, therefore we're going to go by the shepherd. Which, lechora it goes against our Mishnah, we said it goes according to the owner. The Kama says, You can even say our Mishnah is like a 
meaning velokashen. There's no question. Kan beroehad kan bishneroim. Depends. When Rabbi Yudosah said we're told, uh, that it goes by the shepherd, is if there's only one shepherd in the entire city, then you know it's automatically going to him, and therefore it goes by him. But if there's two in the city, then you don't know which one it's going to, then it goes by the owner. And dekanami, and if you, you look at the Mishnah's words exactly, dekatane, libno eloleroe. It sounds like or to the son or to the roe, and then say roim. Obviously, we know the, the, which specific shepherd. Shema mina. And Amar Baba Barhana, Amar Bihanan, Halacha, Kerbidosa. That the animal goes like uh, the shepherd, even though you gave it on Yom Tov. The Kama says, Umi Amar Bihanan, Hachi, did Rabbi Yohanan really say Halacha, Kerbidosa? Veha Amar Bihanan, Halacha, Kistam Mishnah. Rabbi Yohanan is known to say that Halacha is always like a Mishnah, which doesn't have a rabbi's name, Stam. Utanan, and we learned, Behema, Vakilim, Kerbidosa, Habbalim, simple, no rabbi over there, and Halacha like that. Didn't we just say that Rabbi Dosa was talking about where there is one shepherd in the, in the entire city, that's why it goes after him, and Aramishan is talking about the two shepherds in the city, and we don't know who it goes by, therefore we go by the owner. So again, you could say that Rabbi Yohanan is able to say like Rabbi Dosa and the Halakha Kista Mishnah. Tan Rabbanan, Shnaim Shesha'alu Haluk Echad Beshutafut. Two people, Erev Yom Tov borrowed a suit from someone. They borrowed it together. One person wants to take it to shul in the morning. The other person wants to come to a party, to a sauda at night. And one person did Ayruv to the north, one person to the south, meaning the opposite angles. The person who did Ayruf to the north could only go as far as the person who did Ayruf to the south could go to the north. And the person who did Ayruf to the south could only go to the south like the person who did Ayruf to the north could go, meaning they're both holding each other back. And if they worked it out where it's exactly this person 2000, I'm out that way, this person 2000, I'm out this way, and it's smack in the middle, then then you can't move that suit, period, to anywhere. And same idea, two people, Arav Yom Tov, got a jug of wine, an animal, they did together, Rav Amar Havit Muteret. The the havita the jug of wine you're allowed to take to wherever you did ayruv behema asura and the behema you can't take it you're only allowed to move it around the place where both of them are allowed to go. Shmuel amar havitnami asura the the jug of wine you could also only take it wherever both of them are allowed to go. And the this is a classic mahloket about berera. Do we know later on what you originally thought to begin with retroactively? Meaning, according to Rav, let's say you took your half of uh, the wine, so we know that this wine uh, you uh, you had in your mind to uh, d- uh, to do the eruv and you're able to take it to there. And Shmuel says, no, I don't have that uh, concept uh, that you could uh, wherever you took it on Yom Tov. That shows what you really wanted out of Yom Tov. He doesn't have that uh, concept. We don't go backwards. We don't do Berera. So the Gemara explains. What does Rav hold? If, well, if Rav holds there's Berera, 
then I feel bimat ishtar. Then even the animal, you should be able to take it to uh, wherever you want. Why is your say with animal? If he holds his no berira, afilu havit nami asura. Then even a barrel should be asur. Even if you take your part of the wine and go there, it should also be asur. So either be osir all the way or either be matir all the way. Rav held there is a We can tell retroactively to the beginning what you wanted. Both the tehumin are attached to each other. Meaning, even after you shackled it and we figured out this part of the meat goes to that side, that part of the meat goes to that side, still, Benish Meshot was still alive. All the, all, all the body parts of an animal were still connected and they were sucking from one another. And even when it became dark, everything was connected. And therefore, you can't be borer now. Meaning, even if you hold this brera, you can't go backwards with the animals since they're all connected. But uh, the Rav Kahana has a problem with this. Amal the Rav Kahana, the Rav Asi, the Rav, they both told Rav, I don't understand you. Leisur muktse lo hasheshu, leisur tehomin hasheshu. We never had this problem of the animal sucking from one side to the other uh, when it comes to Muktze. We never said since it's Muktze Benesh Mashot, Muktze. We never said that by Tehomin we're going to say it's a problem. Shatik Rav Rav was quiet, didn't, didn't know how to answer. Mayavela, so what's the bottom line? Rabbi Yoshaya Amar Yesh Berera. There is Berera, and therefore the meat and the wine you could take wherever you want. Rabbi Hanan Amar and Berera, they're both Asur. We don't go look backwards. And the Gemara asks, Wait a second, does Rabbi Oshaya really hold there's Brera? Then we go backwards, we learned, If there's a dead person in the house, and there's a lot of entrances, all the kelim that are by the by the doorways are tame, because that's where, because any at any door, the, the dead person might come out and be metame everything. And if one of the doors opened up, and that's where we're taking up that body, that one's tame, and everything else is tahor. If you were thinking of taking out one door, or if there's a window that is four by four, and you could get the body out of there, then and it saves the, uh, all the kelim and all the doors, and nothing is tame. But the only difference is, you had to think about it before the dead person died. Even afterwards. said about this. This is only going forward, not backwards. Meaning, because he doesn't hold of Brera. So how can he say over here he has Brera when it comes to the wine and the animal? So the Gemara answers, Rabbi Yoshaya Amar and Berera, Rabbi Yohanan Amar Yish Berera. The Gemara says, okay, fine. Umi itla Rabbi Yohanan Berera. Does Rabbi Yohanan have this concept of Berera? Veha Amar Avasi Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Ha'ayin Shehalku, brothers who split an inheritance. Right? We don't say yeah, there's Berera. We found that, uh, we find that retroactively who uh, who gets what. Rather, Lekuhoten, it's like as if they bought and uh, it's it's going forward. And therefore, Umahzirin Zelazeh Bayovel. And all land goes back to each other, meaning the land that they split up goes back together on the Yovel. And now, so you see, according to Rabbi Yohanan, we don't say Berera goes backwards. Rather, they're, it's as if they bought and uh, we understand from here on out. Okay, if you want to say that Rabbi Yohanan doesn't have Berera, 
Yovel, Aval Bidrabanan, when it comes to Techomin Itla, he does have this concept of Bireal, that's why he's lenient when it comes to the barrel of wine and the animal. Still, Ubdrabanan mi Itle. But even according to the Rabbanan, is there this concept of Berera? According to Rabbi Yohanan, and we're going to continue with, uh, this uh, Shela goes deep into Lamet Chet, and we'll stop right here. We'll review the question tomorrow. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.